Composer Jessica Meyer recently had the kind of experience that gives musicians nightmares. <laughs> um, this is this is a fantastic story. Jessica traveled hundreds of miles to the desert in northwestern Colorado to perform a brand new piece in concert on her viola. Jessica uses electronics to turn her instrument into a wall of sound. As soon as she arrived at the venue to rehearse, the music she planned to play completely fell apart. So I get there, and as soon as I let my looper run for more than a couple, like, I would say five or six seconds, there would just be this arc of feedback. Jessica's performance was set to take place inside an old water tank with amazing acoustics. But this venue that can make a lot of music sound amazing mangled the sound of Jessica's piece. She was desperate. So with just a few hours to go before the performance, she tossed aside the music she'd carefully composed, and she created something unlike anything she'd written before. She called it Luminous Prison. And I had to write Luminous Prison basically in an hour and a half the morning of the show. Wow. It actually forced me to create something I'm quite proud of, and I do love this piece very much. I'm Brad Turner. This is Centennial Sounds from Colorado Public Radio and CPR Classical. Each episode, we take one new composition from a modern composer and explore what inspired the music. Then we sit back and hear an exclusive recording of the piece in its entirety, no interruptions. You're a few minutes away from the only recording of Luminous Prison by Jessica Meyer. But first, the story of where this music came from. Before Jessica Meyer had that moment of desperation at the water tank, before she became a composer and a violist, she was a kid on Long Island who fell in love with music at a young age. She'd make up melodies at the piano when she was four or five, and her childhood home was always filled with her dad's music. And he'd have that big Super 70 stereo with the two big speakers on the side uh, and, and two turntables. That's Jessica talking to us over Skype from her home in the Bronx. My earliest musical memory was my dad playing guitar. And coupled with that, yeah, would be us singing in the basement with my dad. When your dad was playing guitar, what kind of music was he playing in the basement? Oh, we would sing like Peter, Paul, and Mary. The magic dragon and things like that. My dad um, was a folk singer and blues singer. There's a great picture I have of him in Washington Square Park, where, like everybody else in the 60s, would come and sit around and, and play guitar and stuff like that. And over the years, he would play folk and blues. And so I was used to, you know, a lot of different music in the house. He had a fantastic record collection with Rolling Stones, David Brubeck. I mean, anything you could think of, he had it. But specifically when I was born, he was in love with Beethoven. That early music education from her dad led Jessica to become a serious musician. She studied viola at Juilliard and built a career as a professional musician. But just playing other people's music left Jessica feeling unfulfilled. So she started to write her own music. And one day, she had an epiphany. It happened when she watched a really unique performance. 
good, so give it up, give it up, give it love, y'all, give it up. And so when I saw this comedian, uh, Reggie Watts, I saw him in Brooklyn with a looper, and he was beatboxing these uh, very virtuosic and charity into a looper, and I thought, that's exactly what I want to do, just with the viola. You know, <laughs> no problem. Come on, come on. You this is audio of Watts on Conan O'Brien's show. He beatboxes into a microphone, pauses while his looping pedal, which he controls with his hands, plays that music back to him, and then he adds another layer to the music, then more layers on top of that. Jessica was mesmerized. She got a looping pedal of her own, and it changed her sound. She started writing music like this. It's called Source of Joy. It's kind of her signature piece, pretty, percussive, and full of unusual sounds from the viola. So I found myself using a lot of effects like very small pulsating bow vibrato or dragging the bow across the string and creating all these different textures. What makes that piece a great introduction to what you do? Well, I think it's not as much about the sound, but about writing and staying true to yourself. Because I didn't study composition, but I know a lot of my colleagues who have are constantly trying to get under the sort of imaginary teacher in their head telling them that they have bad ideas. I think it was more about the idea of like any writer, whether you're a composer or you're a novelist or anything, is to trust your ideas first. And then when I was done with the piece, I realized that these are not the sounds that one expects from the viola. And maybe that's where happiness lies, so that you go beyond what's expected of you to find your own source of joy. Something surprising happened after Jessica found her voice writing for viola and loop pedal. Her music got the attention of other musicians who asked Jessica to write pieces for them. Which is how Jessica Meyer found herself on a hilltop in the desert last summer, five hours away from Denver, across the Rocky Mountains, at this venue and recording space in Rangeley, Colorado, called The Tank. The vocal group Roomful of Teeth, who we featured on Centennial Sounds a while back, asked Jessica to compose something for them, music that would sound good inside the tank. That can be challenging, because the tank is 65 feet tall, with metal walls and a door that traps the sound inside when you close it. That door is deafening when you shut yourself inside. So a sound in the tank can echo for 20, 30, 40 seconds. I got to visit the tank when Jessica and Roomful of Teeth came to Rangeley. They recorded new music, performed a concert, and let me explore the space when they weren't working there. It sounds otherworldly when you step inside. If I whistle, it sounds like this. Jessica wrote a piece for the eight singers in Roomful of Teeth called Ring Out Wild Bells. 
The title comes from an Alfred Lord Tennyson poem. Roomful of Teeth sings the text and rings handbells while they sing. Jessica also added samples of church bells to the music. Because I also thought, wouldn't it be neat if we could make this big tank resonate like a bell in the middle of nowhere? Bring Out Wild Bells is about all the things that I wish to see in the world right now. Ring out the old, ring out what we don't want to see anymore, ring out the false and the disease. The year is dying, ring out the want, the foul disease, lust of gold, wars of old. The year is going, let him go. Ring Out Wild Bells sounded great when Roomful of Teeth sang it at the tank. But those acoustics that made that music sound so beautiful turned Jessica's solo piece into a train wreck and forced her to rethink everything about her solo piece on the fly. I basically felt like I was on a cooking show. And I'm like, these are the ingredients I have. I can only pile on this many sounds and I have to keep it going. Here's how it came together. First, there's something else you should know about Jessica's crisis at the tank. She wasn't just wrestling with feedback and equipment problems. She had gotten a phone call shortly before she arrived. Bad news. Her dad, the man who'd introduced her to so much music and supported her, was in the hospital. This wasn't totally unexpected. His health had been declining for years. Multiple surgeries. Most recently, he'd been diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis, which makes it hard to breathe. Sometimes Jessica pleaded with him to take better care of himself. She says he didn't really listen, which made the whole situation more painful. I think for any child with parents that you tell them things like, Dad, just do X, Y, Z, and they never listen to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, I get the call, of course, in the middle of Colorado that he's in the hospital. And, but that everything is fine, you know, that they're pumping him full of, of you know, things to get him back and stable and good. But Jessica knew her father's outlook wasn't good. She put that sadness into the music she worked on that day at the tank. Jessica built her new composition around the text of a poem by Laura Kaziski. Jessica whispered the words, and they echoed off the walls inside the tank. It sounded so intimate during the performance. You never listened to my suggestions. You never asked for my advice. When I built my luminous prison around you, you simply lay down in the center of it and died. This is stark, difficult music. Jessica starts by slapping her instrument with her thumb. Sometimes the notes in the music grind against each other. Jessica builds a few loops into the piece but it's sparse, more desolate than her other music. Too many layers of viola, and the whole performance would have turned into a squall of feedback, just like what happened at rehearsal. But eventually, 
the music evolves into something lovely. And then really, honestly, it's kind of like the grief cycle, if you will. You know, the really upsetness of the moment and then coming to terms with it and then sort of a final peaceful reconciliation with it. So there's at some point where you accept that this person is in a much better place than they would be if they were still here. And so I just sort of found my most angelic sounds, really. And I mean, I guess, you know, one could say that it's he heavenly, if you would, but I think it's more about the, you know, the, around the tank, there are these beautiful sunsets and just the sky was just so gorgeous. And I just remember seeing that um, both in the morning and in the night uh, in the desert. My dad recently passed in January, so, but it was good to write. And it's important because, I mean, that's what artists do. So, Did you get to play the piece for him at some point? No, I didn't. Uh, because, you know, part of it was me being annoyed with him. He doesn't listen. <laughs> you know, so I didn't. But he heard all of my other pieces. And he was um, really supportive and great. He was really my biggest fan, apart from my son. And my husband. Mm. So, but, you know, my time at the tank was, there's nothing better than the opportunity to artistically process anything that's going on in your life. That's why some of the best music in the world is like the blues or music that's really coming from suffering. Um, and, and how by the fact of engaging with it and making it is so cathartic. And that's what that piece was for me then. And still is, you know, whenever I'm ready to play it again. But for now, there's just one recording of this piece captured at the world premiere on a summer evening in Rangeley, Colorado. And you're about to hear it. Some parts are so quiet that we actually can't play it on the air at Colorado Public Radio. We have automated alarms that go off if there's too much quiet. But we can play this for you on the podcast. So here it is, recorded live at the tank. This is Jessica Myers' Luminous Prison. Thank you. 
That was Luminous Prison, written and performed by Jessica Meyer at The Tank, at a concert that included the vocal group Roomful of Teeth. Jessica says Luminous Prison will be the cornerstone of a new set of compositions she's working on now. And she'll use electronics to recreate all that reverb from The Tank when she plays it again. If you liked what you heard today, head to CPR.org for more episodes of Centennial Sounds. We'll also point you to a TED Talk in which Jessica Meyer talks about her work as a composer and more about that Roomful of Teeth performance at the Tank last summer. Next time on Centennial Sounds, our musical road trip continues with a performance from the Bravo Vale Music Festival. We'll hear the Me and Perkins duo play a percussion piece by composer Paul Lansky. Travel Diary, a piece by composer Paul Lansky, next time on Centennial Sounds from CPR Classical and Colorado Public Radio. Composers write amazing music every day, and a lot of it's performed right here in the Centennial State. Our mission is to connect you with it. Centennial Sounds features recordings made in Colorado, sometimes in concert, sometimes at the CPR Performance Studio. We get to know the composer who wrote the piece, visit them where they work, and hear their stories. If you liked what you heard today, please head to Apple Podcasts and write a review, hopefully an enthusiastic one. It'll help more listeners discover this podcast and the music we feature. Thanks to Jessica Meyer for sharing her music today. Jesse Lewis recorded the music for this episode. Cindy Carpian, John Pino, Daniel Mesher, and Rebecca Romberg helped produce the feature. Jeff Zumfeldy is our music advisor. I'm Brad Turner, Colorado Public Radio.